that's here and watching once again. And I pray that they be open, receptive to your word. Nothing we can say or do. But God, it's your spirit that will flow through us this morning. That you will move mildly these next few moments by your word. Give us your revelation knowledge to share with your people. And God, that they will apply it to their hearts, their lives. And their lives will be changed because what they hear, they will apply to their lives this morning. And we'll never be the same. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You got your words, your phone or whatever. Let's hold it up and let's confess the word of God. Amen. Father God, I hold your word. Read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. The world around me, we become saved. Because I live by the word. The word tells me how to be saved. Heal, feel, and blessed. I am what the Word says I am. I'm highly favored. This is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, look at somebody and say, you're important in this church. You're important in this church. You're just as important as this church. Say this with me. You are just as important in this church as the shepherd is. Because we all got to work together. So remember that. I don't matter, it don't matter if you just started coming or you've been coming or whatever. God has a place for you and there's something for you to do. Amen. So be involved in it. Amen. So let's look this morning. Tomorrow is Labor Day. And let's look at the Labor Day weekend. And, and so I just ask the Lord to what he'd have us to say today. And so here we go. So go with me to the, to the book of Luke. We're going to look at chapter 10, but actually we're going to back up and look at some verses before that. But, but let's go guys to Luke chapter 10, verse one first. We familiar about the word labor. A lot of times when we think the word labor, we think about money. I want you to erase that. And I'm not after your money this morning, so you can just relieve. Amen. Because I've learned one thing. If God wants your money, he'll get it. So, you know, I mean, you may not, you may not give it the way you wanted to give it, but, uh, you know, but God loves you. I mean, he ain't going to beat you up, try to steal it from you or nothing like that, but he wants to bless you. Amen. But let's look at this. Verse 10, we see three powerful words there. He says, after these things. So, we need, we need to back up here for a minute and see what Luke wrote down, <clears throat> what Jesus was talking about after these things. So let's back up, go all the way back. I think these guys probably just got verse 53, but let me just fill you in. Verse 51 and 52, we see here that they're out uh, sharing the gospel. This is James and John. Uh they're out sharing the gospel. And pick up in verse uh, chapter 9 of verse, uh, what you got, 53, I think. And they did not receive him <clears throat> because his face was though he would go to Jerusalem. And so when the disciples, now here's Jesus, they're not receiving Jesus. He's out here teaching to the people and they're not receiving Jesus. And here's two of, two of Jesus' guys here in verse 54 says, And when his disciples, James and John, saw this, they said, Lord, will thy command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? Even as Elias did, just like Elijah did in the Old Testament, just, you know, just 
Just burn them up. The hell with them. Just let them burn them up. Just, just let them go. I mean, it's, these are two of his disciples. Come on. Think about this. Now, after, the, so we're getting what's going on after these things. Why Jesus fit to do in 10 what he said he would do because of these. So these guys, you know, here's James and John. They said, well, just, you know, you had a pro- prophet just, you know, he just called fire from down. Why don't you do it, Jesus? Verse 55. You always hear me talk about this three-letter word, but. But. They had their butt in the way. Amen. They had self in the way. But he. Turn. Who is he here? Jesus. But Jesus turned and rebuked them and said, you know not what matter of spirit you are for the son of man has not come to destroy a man's lives, but to what? Now, how many of you come on? Let's how many of you. Just had to put up with somebody just yesterday. Oh, let's even let's even get more real on that. How many of you already just had to put up with somebody this morning? Amen. Just had to. Maybe it's not the one sitting beside of you, but you had to put up with somebody this morning. But look what he says. He says, "For the Son of Man has come not to destroy a man's lives, but to what." When these people get in your crawl, get next to your skin, or whatever you're dealing with with people on the job or family or ever who it is or wherever it's at, remember what Jesus told these two guys. Hey, He ain't come to destroy people. He come to give life. And the only way God's going to give life to people is through you and I. Are there some of them no good? Yeah. Sorry? Yeah. Lazy? Yeah. But you know what? You was probably like at it one time in your life. Yeah. Amen. Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy, I come to save. Church, wherever you at, were you from this area, Claw, or you from Ayrton or Skipperville or Ozark or wherever you from, you where you are because Jesus wants to save people through you at your school. Whereas New Brockton or Ayrton, Skipperville or Louisville or wherever it is. Pike County, wherever it is. God wants to save people on your job. God wants to save people through you. Through you. Through you. Wherever it's at. And so Jesus told them that, so now they go to another village. Remember this. That's, that's one, one he had to deal with. Or them two guys. I look on verse 57. And it came to pass, as they went in the way, they went to another village. A certain man said unto him, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes and birds are there have nests. But the Son of Man have not where to lay his head. Now you know, Jesus said this, this, what you think this guy done? Evidently he left because he never said nothing back to Jesus. Look at that. You see that? You ever seen that? He says, he says, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. And Jesus looked at him and says, look, 
Well, it's got a whole bird's got nest. I ain't got nowhere to lay my head. See you, bud. I'm gone. Evidently, I mean, he left. So you got two, you got two that wants to just send fire down and just burn the hell out of people. You got one guy here, he won't say, he just, he, he says, I go where, I, I'm, I'm, wherever that goes, I'm gonna go. And Jesus says, I ain't, you know, ain't got nowhere to lay my head. This guy duck tails and runs. Third. And he said unto another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Now, notice here. He said unto him, follow me. He said unto another. So this guy may have said something and Jesus says, okay, follow me. But then he says, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Jesus said unto him, let the what? Dead bury the dead. But go thy and preach the kingdom of God. Now, you see here again, no response. So he must have went to the funeral. Just say it. Just say it. Alright, next guy. Where we at here? Four? Sixty-one. And another said also, I'll follow thee. Well, they got a lot of them committing to following, ain't they? Let me get you right here. How many is going to follow Jesus? <laughs> All right, let's see. Just hung yourself. Let's see him. And another said, Lord, I'll follow thee. But let me first go bid them farewell, which are at, at home at my house. They must have been having to eat or something. He won't go tell everybody bye. And Jesus said unto him, No man having but put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. See, this is the thing about serving God. It don't matter where you're in teaching, preaching, feeding, commode cleaning, whatever. When you start following God and doing what you want to do from the heart. Don't look back. Why? No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Because what is happening, there'll be those days. There'll be those challenging days. There'll be those days of wondering. There'll be those days... Of you trying to compare where you're at now to the past. And it seemed like some of those days, the past was better. Physically it might have been. Financially it might have been. But I can guarantee you it won't be really in the spirit. It won't be in the spirit. So that's why he says... It's not fit for the kingdom of God to look back because what you're doing, you're trying to compare. See, now you're with God and you wasn't with God then. And so now you're trying to compare God to the worldly things. And it just won't add up. Because see, God says if you follow Him, you can have all the other things. See, but those things without God end up not really having happiness. 
is, is happiness is just temporary. But when you got Jesus, now you've got the joy of God. And when you got the joy of God and you follow his word and obey his word, he says, then all those things can come upon you. So that's why it's so important not to look back. So Jesus said to him, no man having put his hands to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Evidently, this, there's no response here. So evidently, this guy says, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going back to the house. They got some banana pudding. I'm going to eat with them. Or they got pineapple pudding. Or they got a cake that, like Miss Peggy Heron cooked, a pound cake. I'm going back to eat that. They went back. He went back, evidently. So, so you got, you got James, James John, you got, you got them. You got the, the other guy. They said, I'm gonna go wherever thou goest. Then you got the other guy says, you know, I got I gotta go bury my father. And you and you got this guy, you know, he says, I I I gotta go back to my family. So you got all these that's what Jesus is dealing with. All these people. He's dealt with it. So now he says, after these things, now you know what he's talking about. I mean, we know Jesus didn't cuss, but he, he Probably pretty close to it right here. We done dealt with all these people. Nobody. Nobody. So now he says, after these things, the Lord, the Lord appointed other seventy and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where the he himself would come. So now he's going, he's got these seventy, seventy people and he's, he's bringing them up two by two and he's going to send them to all the villages and all the town he's going to. So let's, let's get something here. Now notice what he's saying. Jesus, Luke's fitting to write down what Jesus said. He said, therefore say unto them. So he's telling these seventy guys, y'all going to split up. Two, you two guys go to this city. You two guys go here. You two guys go here. He's laying it all out. Y'all ready? Y'all going to Skipperville. We're going there. You go to New Brockton. Got it? You go to Cloud. You go over on an echo in them woods over there, okay? You got it? <laughs> you got it? Two by two. He says, the harvest truly is great, but the labors are what? <laughs> How do you, how, how does he know that? He just, he, he just, he just found it out. One's wanting to go eat at the house. One's wanting to go bear somebody. One said, I go wherever you go, but Ben, you ain't got nowhere to sleep at night. I mean, you know, we ain't staying in no five star hotel. I ain't going, Jesus. I ain't going. You know, we, we live in a, we live in a country that, we, we live in a country that is blessed, but we live in a place today that, that unfortunately that, that, our some of our government is corrupt. And church, don't talk or pray. Let me say, pray more about your country and your leaders than you than you pray more about them than you talk about them. But it is sad. And, and just throw this at you for you to pray for our government, pray for our our leaders that deal with FEMA and 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 that government assistance. Do you know? Did you see? I don't know if you. Know, but you know. Over in, in Hawaii, the island that, that so many people lost everything they had. Sad to say, our government, FEMA, would not stay close to the scene. They went and stayed 45 minutes on the other side of that island 
staying in four and five star hotels that we're paying out of our tax money $600 a night. It's sad. Now, you that watch CNN, NBC, that ain't on your news. But that's sad. And the president signed that he would give each household $700 to start off. And paying FEMA 600 from, from four to $600 a night to stay in five star hotels. See how our government's a little twisted. But if we pray, we might can twist it back. We're supposed to be. Now, now this guy, if, if, if Jesus would have been with FEMA, he would have went with Jesus. I'm just saying, pray for our country. Pray for our leaders. It's sad. It's sad. We're going to pay FEMA workers more than we're going to give those families some assistance. Something, Something's off kilter. But you know what? We have the answer to straighten it out. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. So pray. Pray more about your country and leaders than you talk about them. Amen. So, he said, the labors are few. We'll send forth labors into the harvest. Verse 3. So go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as as what? Lambs among what? The devil's out to eat you. I said, the devil's out to eat your finances. He's out to destroy your health. He's out to destroy your relationship. Because see, if he can keep you confused and you upset and you all mad about everything, you'll never witness to nobody. And if you did, it ain't going to do no good. Because they're going to look at you, they're going to walk away and say, why would I want to serve your God? Your life is screwed up. Amen? Amen. So you got to remember. He says, I'm sending you out lambs among wolves. So the objective is, you've got to realize, in the objective in life, that world is out there to take you down. They're out to take you down. But God says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So, you, you already, if you look at it by the world standard, you already got a strike against you. When you get up tomorrow, or those go to work tomorrow, or get up Tuesday, it's off tomorrow, you go up Tuesday... You going out there, and I mean, you know, you work with some wolves. You pumping gas there, or wolves drive up. But you know what? Remember, you are a lamb. You are prey to them. But remember one thing. You are loaded on the inside with Jesus. And they can't take you out. Can't even take you down. They may attack you. But greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. But you got to remember. So, it, so he's saying, hey, I just dealt with all of these. Two of them, you, James and John. I just dealt with y'all. Labor's a few. Now think about that. Labor's a few. And then he says, two, in verse three, now I'm going to go out. Now you got to remember this. You're lambs and there's wolves out there. They out to get you by the neck, catch you by the leg. And now look in in verse 4. Third thing he says. Carry neither purse. Meaning don't carry no money. Now I think this is real interesting. 
He also says, verse 4, carry no script. No script. No script. Don't, don't, nothing. Nor shoes. Now, don't throw nothing at me. I know that would be tough for a lady if you're going to go traveling and don't care 7, 10, 12, 45 pair of shoes. You know? Wow. No shoes. No money. No script. No notes from, no notes. Don't take none of the notes I've talked to you about to talk to them about. No script. No notes. No money. No shoes. No purse, no script, no shoes, no purse, no money, no shoes, no clothes. Just what you got on you. And salute no man by the way. Now what you think he meant by that? Don't try to be religious and witness to people on the way there. Just go run. Just go to that city. Now think about that. Now I mean, for some of us that would be hard not to talk to anybody, wouldn't it? Now let me say it this way. Now see, some of you, some of you would have a problem with that. Some of you have a problem with that because I know because I had to deal with some of you before. You, some of you would have a problem because see, this, this is the way it's supposed to, Jesus saying, hey, I'm sending you two, you two going to such, city A over there. Go there. If you meet anybody, don't say nothing. You just walk right on. See, that was the command Jesus gave them. Now, see, even, even sometimes you, you, somebody walk by you and say, well, I wonder who they think they are. They must be Mr. Mr. Godly High. They didn't even speak to me. They, they're on a mission. Don't, you know, when somebody don't talk to you, don't, don't think nothing about it. But see, some people like, I'm talking about Christian amongst Christians sometimes, sister. You know, some, well, they, they didn't speak to me. I wonder what's wrong with them. I, I wonder what I done to them. Just shut up and pray for them and go on. Don't be so religious sometimes. They, they on a mission. You know, sometimes people say, well, you know, pastor didn't speak to me. I'm, you know, sometimes I, I'm coming through here. I'm on a mission. I, I got my mind somewhere else. They was on a mission. They're on a mission sometime. Now, if you don't ever speak, I'm going to think, are you always on a mission? <laughs> Come on, let's go. Oh, it's getting close to roast beef time. Let's go, him. All right. So then verse 5. Now look at this. I mean, th- think about this. He's telling these guys. He's saying, hey, especially you two, labors, uh, harvest are great, labors are few. Then, then he says, you're going to be like, you're going to be like a lamb out there. And then he says, don't care no more, don't care no money, don't care no extra clothes, don't care no shoes, don't care none of the notes I've taught you to teach on. Amen. You think, man, how many you think about, how many you think these seventies biting at the, at the bit? Just, yeah, we ready to go. Then he goes on, verse five, and into whatsoever house you enter, first say, peace be unto this house. You know, that's something we ought to start saying when you go into people's houses. Think about that. I want to challenge you to start doing it. When you go to somebody's house, go, peace be unto this house. Now look at this here. Verse 6. 
And if the Son of Peace be, if the Son of Peace be, if, if the, if the Son of Peace, if Jesus' peace is in that house, your peace shall rest upon it. But if not, it shall turn to you again. Now, we've all experienced that. How many times you've ever spoken to somebody and you felt it when it come back to you? <laughs> so we've all been there. You know, you spoke to somebody and, you know, they said, hey, or whatever, or or they said, hey, how you doing? You, you, you know they received it. But he said, see, if it didn't, it shall return to you again. So notice this. He says, go into that house. Peace be unto you. See, and what he's saying, I think what he's saying here, if it returns, you know you got a little extra work to do there. Look at this. Verse 7. And in the same house remain. Remain in the same house. How many times you've been in the house and said, Whoa, I'd be glad when I can get out of this house. But he said to do what? Remain in that house. And doing what? Eating and drinking such things as they give. Eating and drinking such things as they give. And this is where I said all that just to get right here this morning. Now, for the next 45 minutes... I'm just kidding. For, he says all of that for this. For the labor is worthy of his hire. And then he says, go not from house to house. He says, stay in this house. Minister to this house. And let's read this and we'll come back. In verse 8, and into which, into what, into whatsoever city you enter, and they receive you, eat such things as set before you. Now you really be prayed up there, amen. So when you go in, whatever they lay out, you eat it. You ain't got, you ain't got no more clothes. You ain't got no shoes. You ain't got no money. You ain't got no notes. And after all, they could be what? Not lambs, but they could be wolves. Boy, that's really interesting to go in. I mean, you're really excited by now. And eat whatever they set before you. And look in verse 9. And heal the sick that are therein. Heal the sick that are therein. And say unto them, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. Why? Because you didn't take nothing with you. You was depending teetotally on who? God the Father. Led by the Holy Spirit. Through the Son that had been instructed you to what to do. And I want you to get this this morning. Guys, if you put up, uh, 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 can you, in the NLT, due to time, let's just, let's go back to, uh, verse 7. Uh, sorry, verse 6. Put up NLT verse 6 in the New Living Translation. If those who live there are peaceful, the blessing will stand. If they are not, the blessing will return to you. And then when it returns to you, you get ready to just bless them back. Verse 7. But see, most people, most people right then, well, you ain't got nothing to get together, but you just get up and leave. That ain't what Jesus told them. Jesus told them what? Don't move around from home to home. 
Find a home and stay in it. I think he's saying something here about our spirit as well. Find a church to stay in. Ain't all, ain't none of them going to be perfect. Because that guy up there at that pulpit or, 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 or woman of God, a man of God, ever who they are up there, they just like you. They flesh. They're going to do some crazy things. They're going to act crazy just like you. Can I get a hey man? They're going to say things they shouldn't say. They're going to have an attitude sometimes they couldn't, shouldn't have. Hey man. I'm talking about that guy up there. You ought to be shouting, hey man. <laughs> He's just like you. But don't move around from home to home. Find out where you need to be and stay there. Stay in one place. Eating and drinking what they provide. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality. Because those who work deserve their now labor. We most of the time put labor with money. Thinking about money. But flip that out of your, for the next three minutes, flip that out of your mind. And look what he said right there. Let's go and read verse 8 and 9, guys, in the NLT record. But you enter a town, and it welcomes you. Eat whatever set before you in verse 9. Heal the sick. Tell them the kingdom of God is near you now. Man, the kingdom of God. I want to tell you this morning, the kingdom of God is here now. He's here now. We'll go back to King James and, 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 put, and put verse 7. Jeez, I ain't even got to none of my notes. In the same house remain eating, drinking such things as they give. I want you to get this. For the labor is worthy of his hire. You know, years ago, now I'm talking to those that's I can remember when I was a kid, but some of you that's older than me, some of you, you, you know, you that's 90, 95, 98, 102 today in here. How many of you remember? Now, see, now they fitting to speak up, and then y'all know who's 102. No, I'm just kidding. But how many of you remember back then, a lot of times, even as a youngster, you, you, you would take a job, and it wasn't a big deal. You wanted to know how much the money was. You just wanted, you know what I'm saying? You'd go, you, you'd go over there and, and, and cut that, cut that early person's grass. Or you wanted to go clean up for that lady. You was a lady, a young lady. You wanted to go clean up. No big deal about, about the money. Cause you knew, you knew what? You knew one thing. You was going to labor out of your heart. And somebody that, that's a laborer out of their heart. The Bible says they are worthy of their pay. But today, isn't that thing flipped today? Flipped today. I mean, you know, some we, we have guys sometimes during the week because everybody basically works at church and we have a couple guys, some guys that, that uptown want to use and, and then we have other guys say, hey, you know, you, you need to happen today. I said, well, I'll let you know if another guy's going to come. And you know, next question they, they the question they ask, how much you going to pay me? How much you going to pay me? How much you going to pay me? But a laborer is worthy of the hire. A laborer, the Greek. See, you got people that wants to labor, but a laborer. You 
know the meaning, the difference in that? The Greek meaning for laborer is one who does something. You got a lot of people today that's wants to say they want to work, but they don't really want to work. They just want to draw money. But a laborer, the scripture says, put the scripture back, a laborer is worthy of his hire. A laborer is worthy of his hire. And so when we are committing to God and submitting to God, see all of these guys that Jesus had to deal with, one wanted to go and bury the dead and one wanted to go back and, and eat them and, and the others wanted to, uh, he, he, for Jesus just to destroy them because, you know, just, just take them out, take them out, you know. But Jesus says, no, I want, I want a people that, that's going to trust me. They're not going to take no notes. They're not going to take no clothes, no money, no extra pair of shoes. They're going to go. They're not going to speak. They own an assignment. They go into that one city. They're going to stay in that house. And what's going to happen? <clears throat> because they are a labor worthy of hire. They're going to speak the love of Jesus in that house. And the power of God's going to fall. And that family's going to begin to go out and get other people. And the whole town, by the time Jesus gets there, that whole town is going to know Jesus is coming. Because these people are laborers. They're worthy of their hire. Because the anointing was upon them. They weren't there to get. They they they, they didn't, you know, they, they didn't. He said, eat whatever is what. Well, you know, we, we, we here for Jesus. We're here for Jesus, and we got to have Angus T. Moan steak. You know, we're here for Jesus. And there was a lady where I lived, and she made homemade pound cakes with the thick crust. That's what we got to have to eat. See, they're not, they're not a labor worthy of hire. Can you get this this morning? Let's be laborers worthy of hire. We're on a mission. To reach people for Jesus. Nothing else is really important. God will make a way for the shoes. He'll make a way for the finances. He'll make a way. We, you know, it's good to take notes, but if you get those notes and you see, you hear me say something and you write it down. Now it's a lot better chance that it's in your spirit and then that spirit will bring it back out when, when you need to minister to somebody. And you know what? We all worthy this morning. Jesus died on the cross for you and I today. So we're worthy of hire if we'll just obey and commit. Not just labor, labor to get something, but a labor. A labor is worthy of hire. The word labor, spelled on out, labor, is only in the Bible twice. There's a lot of labor in there. And it's dealing with money and getting getting something back from it. But a laborer, he says, Jesus said, is worthy of hire. You see, I got, I got a couple, I got one guy out of town, he, he worked, he never, asked, and I always say, how much owe you today? And he says, whatever you think, pastor, it's on you. It's on you. Now I like to use him, but I don't take advantage of him now, don't In fact, the other day, I give him, I give him, Few extra dollars. I said, man, it was hot today. I said, you, you, you deserve. He said, no, you ain't got to do that, preacher. I said, no, you, you, because he was, he was, he was a labor worthy of hire. And church, I want to tell you, 
When you really get the concept of this, that we are labor before the kingdom of God, Jesus will look down and say, the Father God looked and said, oh, he's worthy of his hire. Blessing's going to come on. Now, you ain't doing it to get that, but you are worthy of your hire. If we'll be open and let God flow through us. But don't try to, don't try to pack everything up and carry everything with you. Just be like these guys. Be open. Labor is worthy of his hire. Worthy. Cause you've earned it. And you know what? We were, we are, we are worthy for heaven. Cause God has given his son Jesus to us. And so let, let that sink in today. Think about Labor Day tomorrow. Think about, am I a, am I a laborer worthy of hire? Letting God use you, bless you. Don't be like James and John. Don't be like the guys gotta go. Oh, Jesus, I go wherever you, wherever so, I go. But I ain't got nowhere to stay, so I ain't going. Don't be like him. Don't be like the ones gotta go bury somebody. Dead, bury the dead. And just follow Jesus. Amen? Amen. Father, we thank you today that we learn how to really be what Jesus was telling us. That a laborer is, is worthy of his hire. He's going to take care of them. If we really become that laborer, meaning we are one that does something. We do something. We do something. We just don't exist. We do something. So, Father God, I just ask you today, before we let go, may we never pass up the opportunity to somebody that don't know Jesus. If you're here, you don't know Jesus. You haven't asked Jesus to be the Lord of your life. Or you like special prayer, without any music, any emotional thing, that the Spirit of God dealing with you, you like prayer, you'd like to come and we would pray with you today. And, Father, we pray for those that's watched and listen. Your blessings on them as well. God, we speak. You go with us this afternoon. Give us good afternoons. Those that was off tomorrow, a good day with their family. Others that's still off and away, God, give them good afternoon tonight, tomorrow with their time. Bring them all back home to their places of old tomorrow evening and tomorrow night, ready to go back to school and work. And God, I just thank you for all of our people, what you're doing and going to do. And your blessings be upon us all. And God, we just give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen? God bless you today. We love you. Amen. Announcement time. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. Prayer with Pat.